the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon, and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. I am not the aforementioned Milton Glick. I'm Barry Bess. My uh, regular day job is hosting the uh, morning show on our sister station, AM 630, The Word. Milton's out a little, a couple of days off here. He's, uh, from what I understand, he went to go and um, get uh, nominated and elected as president of the Milton Glick Fan Club. But Milton will be back with uh, with y'all next Saturday and Sunday. And, of course, with me, as usual, it's about the... Whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hey. What are you doing? That's uh, that's Dr. Jerry Parsons. Back. Yeah, yes. You're blowing my ears out. How's that? Is that a little bit better? A little bit better. Okay, a little bit better? Yeah. You want me to turn it all the way down so you can hear? No, that's oh, okay, good. Okay, okay. Now, on the left side of your radio, if you're looking at your radio, is Dr. Jerry Parsons. Then there's me in the middle, and off to the right side, who is answering a question right now, is Dr. Calvin Finch. We're going to be here till 2 o'clock today. The nursery is open until 5 today. And happy Mother's Day to everybody um, out there. And if you want to bring Mom out after maybe having a quick little lunch, bring her out to Millburgers at 1604 and Balverde Road. Let her go through and they got some beautiful plants. We uh, talked about a lot of the plants that are on sale. You can come on by, and maybe if you don't have mom or your grandmom or with you, you can come by, get her a, a gift certificate from Millburgers, and they can uh, use it. We're here again, Millburgers, 1604 and Bulverde Road, but uh, we'd love to hear from you on the phone at 210-308-8867. 8867. Dr. Jerry, yeah, how are you, sir? Uh, fine. Uh, we still got some of those beautiful uh, uh, containers of uh, of uh, uh, angel, uh, angel dragon leaf. Let's see, what do they call those things? A- angel, a dragon leaf. Are you sure? I think so. Are you sure? Uh, begonias. Oh, yeah, the begonias. They were, um, yeah. they were popular. I think uh, Calvin was saying that he went into the um, into the uh, main main building, and somebody was talking about, it and they had a bunch, a couple of the. They're beautiful. Yeah, they are. They are, and they're they're in large containers, uh, terracotta co- colored containers, which means they're they're if you somebody's in a in a assisted living area mm-hmm. or something like that, they can just put them right outside there. They're on their patios. They usually have patios on those uh, 
and uh, and they'll grow and continue to grow in those containers. I assume I assume they have osmocote in them or a slow-release fertilizer mm-hmm. in them. But uh, these things are beautiful. And then, well, yesterday we also saw a lot of that. Um, the whoppers. The, the jasmine, the big, tall. Yeah, tall yeah. Tall, those the, are going like, like yeah. gangbusters yesterday. They're on sale, too. Yeah. And very fragrant at this time of year. Yeah. So you can come on down. There's a. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Sunny. Yesterday, you know, it was rainy and cloudy, but we still had a lot of people out here. It's sunny. That's what I love about gardeners. They don't care what the weather is. They're going to come <laughs> out. They're going to see and they're going to come on by. So come on by the nursery at 1604 in Bulverde Road. And uh, Dr. Calvin was just answering uh, somebody's question. So if you're down here and you'd like to answer a question um, or have an a-, a question answered uh, from one of the doctors. And somebody's, I like that. Somebody's uh, Mission Impossible music is going on. <laughs> that's I think that's, uh, is that you? <laughs> okay, well, that's done it. Very nice. You can come on down and ask us a question. We're out here on the back porch, on the back part of the nursery. Or better yet, just give us a call. Open lines at 210-308-8867. Y'all set over there, Dr. Calvin? Hello. Pl- uh, <clears throat> playing with my electronics. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, well, yeah. I can hear you. Yeah. Hey, I can't hear myself. That's the best of all worlds there, Calvin. But anyway, I've, I've already had my uh, dinner. For today. Oh yeah, I'm gonna wait on mine uh, here. For a bit. Yeah, Calvin uh, brought us the last of his Florida King peaches after I badmouted him yesterday <laughs> yeah. for not bringing us a peach. He shamed him. But the first peach of the season is always good, and that that peach was it was good size, and, and uh, it was sweet. It, it had sweet good. You and juicy, very juicy. Oh, very. I saw you trying to eat it. Like you treat it like it was a uh, freestone. Freestone, and uh, all this <laughs> peach juices came rolling out of it. It wasn't a peach. You miss your mother. You know, your mother would have prepared it for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, it is a cling, meaning that uh, the the uh, flesh doesn't pull away from the seed like a uh, freestone does. But uh, I was I was thinking it was it's so sweet. I, I was thinking back to uh, thirty years ago or more when uh, those uh, maygolds and and uh, I, I guess maygold and June gold, spring gold, spring gold. There you go. Yeah. Uh, when they first came on the market and uh, as an early peach, but. Uh, and they were an early peach, but yeah. they were they were not nearly as sweet as that is. Well, and the, uh, the these are the smallest. They're uh, baseball size, and I had I had a number of them that were softball size. And a spring gold, if you got that to a tennis ball size, oh, that yeah. was amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. you have really got you really a good price properly. Yeah, you got the, a good price. I love the it. fragrance. The smell is just incredible on this. Yeah. 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 Now he's going to do that. He's just going to smell it in front of us here instead of eating. <laughs> ah, sure. Thank goodness Calvin only brought one. Yeah, uh, he brought one, one each. One, one each. I'm, I'm savoring my Because I'm if, he, maybe if he'd have uh, bought more, I'd have had to be eating them. Yeah. 
I, I, and then later on, well, I'd have paid the price. Yeah, we'd have made eight, eight or eight or ten. We, yeah, we'd have to have a lead level. Cleared path to the yeah. restroom. <laughs> so, but I uh, I brought some peaches for some for the the staff that helped me with the uh, butterfly program yesterday. I think it was a great success. Appreciate everybody that came out. Yeah, and, and uh, had a long chat. With lots of folks and uh, lots of good questions. Uh, interesting questions too. And uh, if you're interested in butterflies, we got all the ingredients here at Millburgers. Absolutely. Uh, just amazing supply of uh, the uh, tropical milkweed, and then there's uh, the mistflower and zinnias, all those dreamland zinnias. I thought he was going to forget zinnias. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's your one Not your a chance. <laughs> but then you got the certified butterfly garden where you can see an example of how you could assemble uh, those plants and have it look beautiful and plus uh, bring in those butterflies. But we... Uh, we didn't have as many butterflies as we did hummingbirds at the. Uh, That's good. At the presentation, people yeah, like the, to see hummingbirds. Yeah, the hummingbirds were in there in mass. What were they after? Everything. Yeah, yeah, they bloom. Sal- yeah, the salvia gregii, the. Uh, yeah. Oh, the even the milkweed they like. Um, they do. Zinnias, oh, and they like the zinnias. Uh, so they were, salvias. They were uh, getting the salvias too. And the zinnias on sale, and the pentas on sale. Yeah, that's another good butterfly plant. Pentas yeah. for the shade. Right. And uh, so, if you got a shady patio and you want to bring them in, and the hummingbirds will come in for the pentas too. So they were pentas could replace uh, cyclamens, right? Oh yeah, for sure. And there's a there's some choices too. There's some uh, small plants. Uh, the, the the smaller version of the penta, uh, and then there's uh, then there's a very the large ones. I got some of those a, a few weeks ago. They're they're about 18 inches tall. And then uh, these one gallons, I think that I think those are the the 18 inch tall. I like the taller ones, uh, but if you get a, a garden, you know, containers without much reservoir, yeah, the small ones work well too. And they've got a good supply of uh, vincas in Fairwickle. That's right. Another and, good butterfly plant. Yeah. And uh, the reason we talk so much about vinca periwinkle around here is because uh, they're completely deer resistant. See, if I say that, then somebody will call in. They did. They ain't mine, but uh, that, that hasn't happened in the last couple of years. So, uh, and I've, I've tried them out at uh, Fire Oaks uh, in, in a heavily deer-infested area. And uh, I, I also tried uh, Blue Plumbago out there. They ate that to the ground. Yeah, I had some people from Fire Oaks Ranch at the program yesterday. And, <laughs> and they, uh, I mentioned the zinnias, and they said that both Plumbago and zinnias got eaten in, yeah. in, her, yeah. in their yards. What were some of the uh, more popular questions that came up during the conversation yesterday? Well, the the life uh, the life process of the monarchs. You know, some of those generation times are only three weeks, yeah. and you know, how do you tell the difference between a monarch and the queen butterfly? And the caterpillars are you know there's that's the queen, a good question. Yeah, the queen butterfly has three. 
antenna kind of mechanisms on the caterpillar. There's one in the middle, and there's one at each end. In a monarch, the caterpillar looks exactly the same, but there's only two. Mm-hmm. And so that, in the fall, a lot of people are thinking they have monarchs, so they've got queen butterflies. So that, that was a discussion. Plus, everybody's interested in that, uh, how do we get that uh, milkweed? We spent all these years getting rid of it. How do we get that milkweed to come back? It's not, it's just, it's just not, I think our nurseries, our wholesale nurseries are just not, in, are not, used to a plant that takes like three years <laughs> three years to get to the oh yeah, yeah establishment state then that's at tuberosa the butterfly weed is is finally now getting kind of permanent we the one we have in the certified butterfly garden is has come back the ones i have in my yard have come back and then a, a number of the gardeners that visited us yesterday theirs have come back too but they're small yeah, that tropical has come by. Oh yeah, every year. Yeah, that tropical is a, it's an amazing plant. Yeah, and uh, we we've had some chats with the monarch butterflies saying that they shouldn't like that tropical uh, <laughs> milkweed as well as they do, but they it seems to be their favorite uh, in the spring for laying eggs. One of the things is like this year, it was the only one that had. Foliage on yeah. it when the monarchs came through in the spring. The rest of our uh, native uh, milkweeds in this area, at least, were, were trying to deal with that freeze and were slowly coming back. I think the co- some of the complaints were were on that tropical. Uh, was it? Uh, it keeps it keeps its foliage and it attracts but the uh, monarchs. And keeps them from going in the wintertime. Keeps yeah. them from going to their, they, their wintering ground. They, they, those, the natural plant, uh, native plant folks hesitate to say it that strongly, but they 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 suspect it does. <laughs> because, you know, they they used to draw that conclusion on hummingbirds. Yeah, that's what I was fixing to say. And they could never prove it. The hummingbirds just did what they wanted, whether there was a hummingbird feeder there or not. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun, and we we talk a lot about uh, all the initiatives and, on uh, the internet, and uh, the, all the universities all have kind of initiatives. I think uh, some, somebody was telling about UTSA has got a a big uh, pollinator garden out there too, and so a lot of ways to participate, and you can have a. You can have a major impact on butterflies, especially the monarchs. Is there a, um, I think maybe a mistaken, I've been mistaken before once or twice. But really? You that, yeah, once or twice. I missed that. It was a couple that's why ago. they let you take Milton's that's place. That's why i got to take Milton's place every once in a while. Because Milton has got that same <laughs> issue. Got, and i got to take over for him in all aspects. Uh, we lo- Did you were talking about the monarch butterflies and being maybe close to having a problem with them not being around anymore? Or? Yeah, well, you know, that's... They, they migrate from near Mexico City all the way. They come through here, and they go all the way into your east, uh, eastern Canada mm-hmm. and Minnesota and, of course, all those northern tier of states. So, so they're real susceptible to any kind of uh, weather problems. They're, they're susceptible to the fact that the milkweed population has been 
eliminated in a lot of areas, and uh, that's the only thing they can lay their eggs on. Uh, then some people say too the pesticide uh, pesticides are an issue for them, and so they had a real drop in the population. 2011, when the weather we really had that spell of bad weather, right. drop way down, and the population got. You know, when you got a complex lifestyle like that, and you got a huge population, then it can deal with weather changes and things. But when it gets down to this precarious level, then it's real vulnerable. Uh, so that's when they everybody realize, hey, we got to if we want to have monarchs, we got to make sure we uh, do something for them. And so that's why they're planting milkweed on I-35. And every lot of cities in San Antonio included are in these initiatives, and and gardeners, hundreds of hundreds of gardeners. Oh yeah, in our area are, are involved. They uh, they also uh, lost some of their nesting ground or their winter overwintering ground. Yeah, and the, the good news there is that the Mexican authorities have, uh, have it appears have. Uh, Restored some of it, and they are enforcing that. Uh, oh, that for, for yeah, the, that uh, illegal logging. Okay. It's only like fifteen acres. Oh, is that right? So you know that for all those several million monarchs. So if you got you know if you reduce that by half or or even uh, I think by two thirds, it's been reduced at times. Wow. They uh, it makes them real vulnerable. Now there is a population in uh, m- the West Coast too, Monterey, mm-hmm. Monterey, California. It's got a wintering ground too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's amazing up by Carmel and Monterey. I think they have all-inclusive re- resources for um, resource places for um, butterflies. You know, they can go and just kind of relax, kick back, have a drink or two. Well, there is the, there's a, a bit of a controversy in. Uh, because uh, some people are making money on the on the butterflies, you know. Everybody's getting interested in butterflies, so they uh, making money in. Oh, you're they're raising them. Oh, really? raising butterflies wow. and and distrib- rather rather than concentrating on habitat, say, hey, I'll just I'll just sell you a hundred wow. of these butterflies, oh, you know, and then you can. Of course, that that, that that's generally not a permanent. Solution. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like getting a uh, hundred ladybugs for your backyard. Uh, you know. <laughs> have you have you ever seen video of those ne- where uh, they're overwintering grounds? I have. The I butterflies have. are just hanging on there like leaves. Yeah, and it's and I, I've been when I was in the army, I was in, stationed in the in Defense Language Institute in Monterey, so I got to oh, see them for okay. a couple. Of, yeah, for. Oh, okay. You know Two what? winters Thousands are just amazing. Yeah. We're going to take a little break here. We're going to come back, and if you've got questions about butterflies or anything, uh, plant-wise, anything, we've got the guys to ask right here at Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Give us a call. Open lines at 210-308-8867. Come on down to the uh, nursery at 1604 on Balverde Road. It's Mother's Day. Some great sales going on. You can bring Mom down here and maybe uh, get her some some plants that she's been having her eye on or if not you know you can just come by and get a gift certificate for mom she'd love that too we'll be right back here with millburgers gardening south texas on 9 30 a.m the answer 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Spider-Man Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. You know what? With all this wet weather, I'm betting that mosquitoes are going to be a problem this summer. Well, you can get ahead of the game by calling Spider-Man Pest Control. They've got a couple different ways to approach it. They've got their normal conventional spray, but they've got the into care mosquito trapping system that is the rage of San Antonio now. It's used in Florida. It's used at Walt Disney World in Florida. And these are places that, you know what? They have to have a good system that works but is safe. So if you're looking for something different, go to GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com and check out the In2Care mosquito trapping system. It's right there on the front of the page. You click on it and it'll take you to the page and you can learn more about it. Spider-Man Pest Control can help you with just about everything from termites to ticks, from ants to roaches, you name it, Spider-Man can help you. GoSpiderManPest.com GoSpiderManPest.com or 210-656-3721 On the West side of San Antonio, Couples Road starts at the San Fernando Cemetery and ends at the Quintana Community. The San Antonio story of George Couples. After this, looking for a trusted air conditioning expert? Countywide Service Company and Daikin are here to help, offering personal service, commitment to quality, and keeping your home cooled. Countywide Service and Daikin can solve your HVAC needs. No problem is too big or too small. Call Countywide Service to schedule your appointment. Call Countywide Service Company with professionals. Fast and fair. 210 732 9772. License number TACLA 28066 E. Born in Scotland, Dr. George Couples came to Texas in 1844 for the health of his wife Alexia. He served as a surgeon in the Mexican War and founded the West Texas Medical Association. George Couples was an innovative surgeon and known to be the first doctor in Texas to use anesthesia. I'm Sonny Melendres. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. 
If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on a gorgeous, beautiful, sunny summer like Mother's Day here at uh, Millburgers here in, in South Texas. I always am confused. I get told a lot that te- San Antonio is in South Texas. I think it is, isn't it? It's more south central, it's, maybe. Yeah, but it's it's. But it's considered South Texas. It's considered South. Because if not, we'd have to change the name of the show. That the Millburgers were in Texas in the middle. So. Sometimes <laughs> in, the, in gardening, sometimes we call it Central Texas too. Right. It depends on where you're. If you're directing hill country in Austin, mm-hmm. then it's part of the. So, and um, we heard a pick little. And choose. We heard a little me talking about the. Uh, Top Tomato Contest coming up a little less than a month away, June the 8th here. I loved it last year. I happened to be filling in for Milton on the weekend. We had the Top Tomato Contest, and it was great. We had people coming by, and I think there was a young young lady who had grown tomatoes. I think was she had won. I think she won one of the, maybe for small tomato or cherry tomato, maybe. But uh, Probably. It was, it was, it was great, and, and the, I know the people really love coming out for that so if you're growing tomatoes you got to be here for june the 8th i think the uh, the judging i think starts at 10 a.m on that saturday june i think the 8th. maybe it starts at noon but it you gotta be there at you gotta 10. be here at 10 okay but you got to be here so if you got your tomatoes ready mark that date down no, i it's, take that back they can start being here at 10 or don't they have to like have it all set up by 10 o'clock so come on down bring your tomatoes and and uh, we hopefully will get to eat. Now, there's uh, we, we bring this up. Uh, we have the last few weekends. It's a matter of growing tomatoes, but it's also a matter of displaying tomatoes. And Jerry's got, on plantanswers.com, has got all the little hints that, may you know, you, you, you don't want three different size tomatoes. Even if you got one big one, <laughs> enter the big one in the, the heaviest tomato, but... Have three uniform ones, but there's right. all, all kinds of those little hints. The cherry tomatoes, what is it? All keep them all on the stem. Yeah, the, they all have to have stem. Yeah, that's that's one thing I noticed that that they all have to be on the vine or on the stem. Yeah, but so. the stem has to be, the stems have to be uniformly cut too, and neat. What's been the most popular variety to grow? Well, it's amazing that. Uh, Quite often, quite often, it's the rodeo tomato every each year, because what you get is you get a lot of gardeners try try it and uh, give it a lot of attention. But uh, then there's uh, the the one heirloom tomato that's consistently done pretty well is Cherokee purple. purple. And I don't know, Jerry. Uh, tycoon's been pretty tycoon good. has been yeah pretty good. And one year we thought Tycoon should have won. And uh, so yeah. who, who does no, the judging? Don't, don't bring that up. <laughs> who does the judging? The folks here at Milburgers? It's anonymous. No. They, they wear masks. It's okay. anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> we don't I, have I think, that, I think that year was uh, our friend David Rodriguez. Oh, okay. And uh, so, so David, I, I, David has to hide after. I the explained to him after he. 
chose the wrong tomato, that uh, <laughs> that that I, I don't know where he picked that up because uh, <laughs> the, so, the, there it was a perfect sample. You know, with with judging a tomato contest, and if you don't choose the right tomato, you could get those tomatoes thrown at you <laughs> as you're walking out of here. So. Well, no, no. What it does is discourage. You give you give the people wrong signals and then discourages somebody that's done a really amazing job. Oh yeah! Because Jerry and I were sitting here, <laughs> and to us it was obvious which one which one's not always not always obvious. Yeah, that's true. But, but this year, that year was large, uniform, just perfect tomatoes for a contest by a uh, you know a, a domestic yeah. residential contest. And it was a new entry. It was a new a lady that had never entered before, I think. And uh, so we're, I was want, we were wanting her to win, and she should have won. But that that's the trials and tribulations yeah. of competitive yeah, competitive. The, the judge's decision is final. Now, do they go by the look? Texture and do they go by the taste? Do they taste them? No, no, really. No. Well, how can you tell what's the best tomato? This is uh, again novice. Well, this is just uh, by uniformity. Oh, this okay. A, so this is not a taste. This is display tomato. No, we do the tasting, right? My, we do well, it afterwards. I would like to. <laughs> well, but yeah, taste, taste, tasting is tough. Jerry for years has done taste yeah. tests on rodeo tomatoes, and and it just. There's some exceptions, but most of the time, it depends on how ripe they are, what the weather's been like, uh, how much light they've got, all those. And they, and you, if you have five judges, you can have five different mm-hmm. best tasting tomatoes. That's right. Too. Right. So if you've got uh, your tomatoes, if you're getting ready for the contest, hey, give us a call. Let us know how it's going. You've got about three and a half weeks to go, or something like that. A little less than about three and a half weeks to go until. Um, the best, the top tomato contest. Give us a call. Let us know how it's going at 210-308-8867. Now, there's a couple of other things coming up before the top tomato contest that we were talking about uh, yesterday. One is the Festival of Flowers. It's going to be on May 25th at the uh, Austin Highway Event Center. And y'all are going to be out there. We're going to bring the show out there right. that day. And um, the other one that was also on May 25th that escapes me now as to what it honey was. Bees for honey bees for kids. Honey bees for kids. That's right. So, And it says, don't worry, no one will get stung. No, don't be afraid of bees. Now they that'll are. be, now they made that claim. That'll be the first time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do you have to have a disclaimer? We do <laughs> not guarantee. It's like Jerry, Jerry saying that vincas are the only... Tomato, the only plant that they've never been eaten by the deer. (laughs) Somebody came out here before y'all got up here on the porch asking about deer-resistant plants. Yeah. I'm going, oh, it's big time. Yeah. I mean, they've got a real serious problem. Out here at Hollywood Park, isn't that where they have a a huge deer population that they want to protect? Yeah, that... Well, 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 I know you can't. Some people want to protect. Yeah, some them. people want to protect the deer population. It was some people want to hunt them. Yeah, <laughs> this is a this is just an amazing city. When I moved down here in 1994, I guess 94 or 95, and you'd look out our back of the apartment complex in a little grassy area, a little bushy area, up oh, bunch of deer out there. Yeah, it was just, you oh. know, in the middle of the city. Yeah, that's where we uh, we do our deer t- testing of plants. Uh, in Calvin's 
outside is fed. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they have the, the people doing our testing have some plants inside the fence. Mm-hmm. So when when they go on vacation or out of town, I have to go over and uh, let the deer in mm-hmm. in their fenced areas. Forest. The forest apples yeah. out of the way too. <laughs> And I always threaten when he's out of town to go over and turn, because I will ask about a certain plant. uh, And he said, well, I've got it inside the fence. I don't know if they eat it or not. I can't remember. Quite often often we've done, 20 years ago we maybe did the test. Well, I got into that with uh, Poinciana and uh, uh, what was the other one that I was thinking uh, yeah, Forrest checked checked uh, Pontiana uh, prior to Barbados, and uh, <laughs> it was one of those deals he'd done a long time ago. But he remembered that uh, they ate the flowers, but they didn't eat the the main huh. uh, leaves or, or, or the uh, stems. So for twenty years, I was saying that the deer ate the Pontiana, and then then I happened to notice that my neighbor was growing it and thought it was blooming and the deer were walking right by it they weren't eating it yeah. so i went and planted some and had to didn't have it now a drought can all, all bets are off in a drought. oh yeah they'll, why? Uh, why oh they'll uh, eat things in a drought that they won't eat oh because the the, the new, new growth yeah the new mm. growth is limited and so they'll uh, so are there and i know you've talked about deer resistant plants we might as well get a little bit what are some of the ones that people should come out if they want to get if they want to keep that deer away what are some of the deer resistant plants that are popular down in this part of the world there's nothing that keeps them away well what what (laughs) how do you how did they get they just don't eat some texas mountain laurel is one iris Uh, right iris yeah iris they don't eat the vinca um um well, there's a, in my neighborhood they don't eat pittosporum. I think some neighborhoods they oh, do. Oh yeah, they eat them to the yeah. ground in some and neighborhoods. Pomegranate, they don't eat. Uh, we got a lot of naturalized pomegranate in my neighborhood. They don't eat them. They're booming up a storm right now. Um, they don't eat oleanders. Yeah, they don't. Shrub. Now they have. They don't eat. Uh, oh gosh, I was thinking of the. Uh, one that grows to seven feet tall. I can't think of what it's called now. Bet the berries. Uh, there's there's some some that they'll uh, only eat during the drought. Yeah. Lots of lots of them. But but there's a list a, uh, a good list on PlantAnswers.com. Under pest. Pests. Under pests. The, uh, the first heading is uh, under pest and PlantAnswers.com. Lantanas and the, salvias are a big yeah. big group that they don't eat. The first first uh, listing is uh, best of best deer resistant plant, and in that deal it has a uh, has a uh, write up by Forrest Appleton uh, by telling about eating is not the only problem with deer. They also da- stomp them and oh, they uh, stomp them, yeah, I guess and so. knock knock them down. And the and they rub on rub on. Some oh gosh, trees. yeah, that, that's uh, they uh, this rub the animals. This spring they, they rubbed on a lot of uh, uh, in my neighborhood uh, uh, the seed, seedling Texas mountain laurel seedlings. I guess they're running out of 
some tree saplings or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You see them all over where they rub. I, when we're talking about the deers, their antlers rubbing up against plant. Okay, when I, when I grew up, I grew up in northern Alberta in Canada. Our problem wasn't deer. Our problem was bears. Uh-oh. We had, we had this in our front yard. We had uh, the whole yard was surrounded by these tall, tall, beautiful spruce trees. We'd get bears coming into the yards and rubbing their backs, on uh. the, scratching their backs on, the, on our big trees. So yeah, we have a little. We had a little different. <laughs> we had the bears. Uh, we don't have a bear resistant. No, I don't think. I don't think. The, I don't think there is a bear resistant to anything. <laughs> they were cute little, especially the little guys, the little cubs. But yeah, yeah. you don't want to. You just you let mama bear scratch her back and let her move on. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my sister was uh, lived on uh, Lake Superior for a while. Had a resort. And they always had to take their bird feeders in every day because the bears would mm-hmm. come through. Every day? Every day. And if they forgot, or, <laughs> you know, they'd be throwing apart and they would be, uh, uh, you know, making all kinds of ruckus out there. And then you. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a bear in San Antonio. No. No, no. Texas so. is even rarer. Yeah. But they're, they are moving. Mm-hmm. Some bears have been. Uh, every Big time, bears. Yeah. Yeah, Parks and Wildlife magazine every once in a while. wildlife portion of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And we'll get back to more gardening, actually, uh, when we come back. we got to talk about the design school, too, that's coming up. Yeah, we got a lot 25th. to talk about. Um, that's on the 25th as well. We'll talk more about that. Come on down. We're at Millburgers, 1604 and Bull Road. The nursery's open until 5 o'clock today. Bring Mom down. It's Mother's Day. Let her pick up some of these gorgeous plants that we have on sale. We'll talk about what is on sale today at Millburgers. And we need your calls, too. Open lines at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening and Wildlife, South Texas, <laughs> on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato Contest. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick for the Festival of Flowers. You know what? Hard to believe, but this is the 22nd annual Festival of Flowers. For 22 years, this has been the premier gardening event in San Antonio. And this one is going to be at the Austin Highway Event Center between Walsham and Eisenhower Road at on Austin Highway. And it's May 25th from 9 to 5. You can find all about the information by going to safestivalofflowers.com. And I encourage you to do that because you know that they have great seminars. And this year, even better. Some outstanding experts on gardening are going to be represented at the uh, Festival of Flowers this year. They also have, as you know this one, the Citywide Plant Exchange. It's a whole lot of fun. And so for rules on that, safestivalofflowers.com. You know what else they're going to have? You need to go there, safestivalofflowers.com, and you'll learn more about all the vendors that are going to be there, all the presentations that are going to be there, all the fun, and all the prices are at safestivalofflowers.com. Head on over there right now. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award seven years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790. That's 210-698-9790. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times when we were more active and ate more healthy foods? And you checked on me every once in a while. Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave. But unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Barry Bess filling in for Milton Glick. Milton will be back next week at this time with uh, the docs, Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we want you to be a part of the action. We always love hearing from you. You've uh, got some great people that are out there listening and great gardeners, and they've got questions. You can call right now at 210 308 
8867. 210-308-8867. If you're coming down here to the nursery, you can always come on by here before 2 o'clock and ask the questions here. We're at the back porch. And uh, Millburgers is at 1604 in Mall in Verde Road. Come on down for Mother's Day. And we've got some great sales on today for Mother's Day. Isn't that right, Dr. Jerry? Right. My, uh, my favorite of these uh, uh, Whopper begonias in, uh, ten, I think it's at 10-inch. Yeah, they really look nice. 10-inch containers, and they've got the... Uh, I walk by every day to the, coming to the radio, and uh, they've got the uh, red blooms on green foliage, which I'm thinking that's the best for the shade. And they've also got them in pink blooms and green foliage. And then they've got the uh, the uh, bronze leaf, I guess you call them. Feel uh, them. Uh, bronze leaf uh, types, and uh, in red, and I saw red. I don't, I don't know if I saw pink or not. But anyway, they, you can get them in two leaf forms, and uh, I, I'm getting ready to buy some for shade. And I'm thinking that uh, we'll use the uh, the uh, green foliage and pink bloom. Yeah, I think that's my favorite too. Show up in the in the shade. That uh, that maroon foliage, is kind of maroon, maroon uh, dark green foliage, right. is, is very attractive too. So speaking of maroon, you can't you go wrong. Did yeah. notice what I'm wearing today? I Just see that. My, I got a Texas A&M shirt on. So you ought to, you ought to give that to uh, Milton. Let him wear it sometime. Oh, he 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 like probably like. Parrot and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I, you know, my son may be going to West Texas A and M. All so right, we'll see about that's up in Amarillo. Uh, okay, good. So, anyway, so just for you, I'm wearing my Texas. A&M. You did good. Okay. Hey, there's a. Uh, we mentioned the design school. The gardening volunteers of South Texas are cooperating with uh, San Antonio Water System and uh, the. Uh, our, our friends uh, at the uh, w- uh, water, Trinity Glen Rose uh, right. a group, and they're going to, on the 25th, they're going to offer this design school. It's going to be over there at the Fair Oaks Ranch City Hall, which is located at 7286 Dietz Elkhorn Road, and that'll be uh, start at, you can register at 8.30 a.m. in the morning on the, uh, on the 25th. Yeah, speakers will begin at 9 a.m. There'll be four speakers. There'll be three handouts, uh, color documents, uh, lots of uh, plant uh, choices and information about plants. And then there'll be the individual uh, counseling, uh, which is always the highlight. Uh, you bring bring some photos or questions that you have about your landscape, and they'll they'll uh, try to give you some opinions that'll help you solve your yeah. problems. There, uh, it's thirty dollars per individual. Uh, 50 if there's two of you in the group, uh, same household. So that's on um, May 25th. If you want more information, go to www.gardeningvolunteers.org, and then you can go slash design school. But if you just get into the gar- uh, gardeningvolunteers.org, uh, the information will be available. Right, and that's a, that's a good program. It's not offered, uh, I think it's offered twice a year. 
Uh, so uh, you want to get in uh, for the spring deal, you want to get in on it right now. Uh, you brought something up about a basil fest? Yeah. Coming up? Uh, 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 we we just got this information uh, an hour ago. So this is hot off the press. Breaking news. Breaking news. But the, the basil fest is... Uh, uh, held at the Pearl Brewery Complex uh, in conjunction with the Pearl Farmers Market, and uh, it's going to be next Saturday, May. Right? Wait a minute, May. Next, what's the day? Today's the twelfth. So, so what, yeah, that's the eighteenth right. is next Saturday. So the nineteenth is Sunday. What day is it? Uh, May uh, May eighteenth. So next Saturday, nine nine a.m. to one p.m. And that's at the Pearl. No, that's at the Pearl. Farmer's Market. And uh, the basil vest is, of course, it, uh, it highlights basil, which I think is the, probably the most versatile, popular There's actually a lot of choices herb. of basil. Yeah. And it, it, it even is a good uh, a b- bird and butterfly plant. All right. When you let it go to go to sea. Yeah. It brings Basil and or, or oregano would be might be the top, yeah, most popular, probably most used. So. There's m- more types of basil than there are oregano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, different types. Now I want some for tomato basil soup for different food. Do we have any tomato basil soup? So we got the top tomato contest coming with the basil thing. We put it together and you got yeah, my. Soup. There you go. I'll have to figure out that. I don't know if they uh, usually they have uh, uh, chefs. Mm-hmm. Cook, oh, do they? Cooks oh. on, on, uh, for programs by those mm-hmm. people. They give it. Tell how to prepare, if how, you want, how to yeah. use basil. Oh, yeah. If you want to check that out, they've got a phone number here. Oh, okay. Uh, 866-923-2226. And also, they, you can go to the uh, San Antonio Herb org. There you go. That's probably the easiest. Yeah, San Antonio Herb org. All lowercase and all uh, run together. Yeah. And so that's uh, should, next uh, should answer. Uh, so, and if you have any other questions about that event, next week, next Saturday, you can find out more. Yeah. Um, so we're here at Millburgers <laughs> right until 5 o'clock today. Well, we're here on the air until 2 o'clock. The nursery's right. open until 5. There you go. You got uh, open lines at 210-308-8867. Yeah. Uh, we also talked about or uh, mentioned uh, the 22nd Annual Festival of Flowers, which is coming up on May 25th. There's a lot of things going on on May 25th. <laughs> well, yeah, we discovered yesterday a lot of stuff. <laughs> but uh, the, here at near Millburg, of course, we uh, Talking about the honey honeybees for kids, mm-hmm. and I would warn everybody that comes to that to be careful. Oh, there I knew that one. Uh-huh. Oh, but be careful. Yeah. But they made a commitment; nobody will get yeah. stung. Yeah, I, uh, I don't. I don't I, I, I maybe they're communicating with the bees or yeah. something. <laughs> they like bee whisperers, like they have horse whispers. There you oh, go. Sting the kids. Uh, and if they do, it's Milton's fault. Yeah. The. Uh, we don't hear much about the Africanized bees anymore. You know, that used to be the, the big deal. Yeah. 
They got they kind of got blended, <laughs> over yeah. overwhelmed by the po- other population, yeah. the regular honeybees. Yeah, well, and I said yesterday when we were talking about this is like I grew up on the farm with honeybees. We had hives all over the place, and it's just like we just knew you leave them alone, you don't agitate them, they'll leave you alone, and they'll go about their business. Yeah, but anyway, they'll have uh, observation hives, I guess, with bees in it, enclosed. Mm. And uh, so that, that's good for the kids yeah. to see the see the bees and get, learn their... Uh, and that'll be here at the nursery? Uses, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Millburg classes are free, and we will provide all material, but be sure to call to reserve your spot because class size is limited. And be on time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> and maybe come before lunch. <laughs> so Can we to, go You got another one, Calvin? <laughs> <laughs> so to, uh, to reserve your spot, uh, call 210 uh, Three seven six zero, and it'll be like nothing you've ever seen before. There you go, Thanks. and that's on uh, next Saturday. Uh, no, uh, Saturday, 25th. May twenty fifth. When you guys are out at um, the Festival of Flowers. Yeah, when I was talking, when we were mentioning Festival of Flowers, which is going to be also on the twenty fifth, from nine to five, at the uh, Austin Highway Event Center on nineteen forty eight Austin Highway. And for more information, uh, uh, call uh, 210-380-3532. And they, uh, they always have a, have a, a Millburgers is, a, is a, sp- a, major, a main sponsor, is a main, main sponsor. And um, they always have a plant exchange, plant exchange. And I imagine Ann Schiller will be by next week to give us a an update. Ann Schiller's my old boss. Is that right? When another radio station I worked at when KPSA. I first came down here. That's right. She was my boss for like six years. Did huh. you have to rough her up to get no, a good No, no, she roughed me up. and she, <laughs> she wanted me to get into master gardening because that's when she was really starting to yeah, get into that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was, you know, I was young, and I said, I don't want to be a master gardener. Now I kind of regret it a little bit. So, Anne, if you're listening, how you doing? Used to be my old boss. Yeah, and she, she, she's little. You ought to be able to rough her up. No, she's tiny. She's a tiny yeah. person. She ain't very big. So, no, no, that, those were she I, hit you low, huh? Yeah, <laughs> she, uh, she was when I. That was the first. That was the first station I worked at when I moved down here to San Antonio. But anyway, on the plant exchange, I'm, bl- I'm blaming her. <laughs> on the plant exchange thing, uh, I always kid Ann about uh, not not they can't bring prickly pear or uh, aloe vera. And lo and behold, uh, uh, this week in the garden, uh, the they highlight prickly pear. Good to grow uh, highlights prickly pear. And they they say it's drought tolerant and blooms in the spring and uh, requires a well drained soil and uh, what the part that got me was the plants add you know everybody would say why would you plant prickly pear well here's the sentence the plants add a sculptural dimension. 
to the landscape. A what kind of dimension? Sculptural. Skull, skeletal? Skull. Spell it? You know, when you make a sculpture. Skull. Sculpture? Sculpture? Yeah. Sculptural oh. dimension? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Are you sure? Uh, Gosh, that took a lot of imagination. <laughs> I was like, where are you go to that one? <laughs> to the landscape, whether grown in an out-of-the-way part of the landscape or in a container. Now, if uh, anybody from uh, South Africa and I'm sure other countries <laughs> say, don't plant. <laughs> they, 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 the South Africans made the mistake of planting uh, prickly pears so they'd have a, win- they'd have a drought feed for their uh, yeah, livestock. Animal. Now they've got prickly pear thickets that are oh yeah, 14 and 16 feet tall that you, elephants can't hardly get through. And uh, Yeah, did they, did they they planted the ones with thorns? They didn't. <laughs> you know, there, there was a, a famous uh, plant breeder that uh, bred those uh, and uh, Actually, we're breeding them for cold hardiness and uh, and also uh, thorns. Oh, and uh, you know that there, there's a lot a lot of uh, prickly uh, cactus around here that won't freeze. That doesn't freeze, and our hardest freeze, and that's one of his cactus. Huh. The, it's, it's it's they say it's thornless, but it has those little. Uh, thorns in it but uh, uh, he was actually breeding and actually put out a catalog of different cactus selections uh, to feed the cat for use it as a forage well you know what the first hour of the show is already gone no just like that it's so entertaining and so thought-provoking we have to stay for another hour can you guys stay for another hour are you good for that i guess so all right we're going to come back your calls at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You can also come on down and ask your question in person at Millburgers, 1604 and Bulverde Road. The nursery is open until 5 today. We're here until 2. Come on back. A lot more gardening talk coming up after the news on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. And this is 930 a.m. The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 9.30 a.m., The Answer, KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. Are you paying a fair price for your drugs? More than 40 states allege price fixing in a suit against generic drug makers. The attorneys general say the nation's largest generic drug manufacturers conspired to artificially inflate and manipulate prices for more than 100 different generic drugs, including treatments for diabetes, cancer, arthritis, and other medical conditions. The lawsuit also names 15 individual senior executives responsible for sales, marketing, and pricing. Investigators said the drugs account for billions of dollars of sales in the United States. Correspondent Ron Rockstrip. Democrats are expected to go hard after Georgia Republican David Perdue in next year's Senate race. Perdue tells the Salem Radio Network he expects a no-holds-barred attack as Democrats fight to regain control of the Senate. It really doesn't matter. I'm up here doing my job. My dad told me one time, take care of the job you got. Everything else will take care of itself. 
So we're doing what we should be doing. But, you know, they'll come up with somebody that it doesn't matter that they will be a rubber stamp for this radical agenda that they're perpetrating right now. Democrats are still holding to the narrative that Stacey Abrams was robbed of the election last year in Georgia's gubernatorial race. The man who reported four-year-old Malaya Davis had been abducted last weekend has now been arrested near Houston in connection with her disappearance. Police say they found blood in Darian Vence's apartment linked to her. He had lived with Malaya and her mother and was charged with tampering with a human corpse. A police spokesman says Malaya has not been found and the investigation continues. Nearly 62 million Filipinos have registered to vote in the country's midterm elections tomorrow. The vote is seen as a crucial referendum on President Rodrigo Duterte's rise to power and his crackdown on illegal drugs. The most crucial race is set for 12 seats of the 24-member Senate. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. On 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And it is a gorgeous day in South Texas out here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bulverde Road. I'm Barry Best sitting in for Milton Glick. Milton will be back next week alongside me. If you're looking at your radio or your Alexa device, whatever you're looking at, if you're going left to right, it's Dr. Jerry Parsons, Barry Best in the middle, Dr. Calvin Finch on the right side. And we invite you to join us because we're lonely. We need people to call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And if you're at the nursery or you're coming down to the nursery and you want to ask your questions in person, we're down here on the back porch in the back part of the nursery. And we got a lot of people out at the nursery today. It's a gorgeous day. A lot of people... Maybe taking advantage of some of the great Mother's Day sales that we have going on at Millburgers now. And I think a lot of it is just because you two are here and they want to see superstars. There you go. You talk about Texas superstars. I got two of them sitting right next to me here. There you go. See? Thank you. you. That's what Milton told me to say. That's a thank you. Milton, we know Milton didn't. (laughs) Unfortunately, we in in horticulture, in local, even statewide, uh, gardening, horticulture, botany. We lost. Uh, we lost a real superstar, Paul Cox. Yeah. Who uh, for years he used to be on this program. That's right. He would fill in for. Uh, if Jerry was gone. He'd right. fill in for Jerry, and he was a guest quite often. And he spent. He was the assistant uh, at the botanical gardens for many many years, and uh, was uh, acting director. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like nine nine times. Yeah, so. I think I think he was acting director longer than we ever had a full time director. And Paul was always the person that if there was a plant ID that we couldn't right. handle or a question, uh, he was the one that we would go to because he just had a vast amount of uh, botanical knowledge. Yeah, he was the plant answers uh, ID person. And uh, yeah, and he could, he never missed one. Yeah, and he had uh, his all his slides with every single plant and you'd swear in the uh, <laughs> that existed in this area, um, and uh, worked worked on plant uh, advancement uh, at the botanical garden, a, re- a research effort. Wrote a number of books. The one that uh, 
the is, tree uh, book, yeah. Yeah, the tree book is with, with Patty Les- Leslie is the one that uh, m- most people are familiar with, but there were a number of others. Yeah, I used to kid him about all the pictures he had in there. He had no pictures in there. Oh. <laughs> he had drawings. Okay. He had drawings, <laughs> but he had no pictures in there. He is a good writer. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. He uh, always had interesting anecdotes. And uh, he was a, a popular speaker. He had a different uh, yeah. <laughs> different sense of humor. <laughs> I always uh, thought uh, that you needed to send an interpreter with him to the when it was a new audience, you know. Yeah. But, but of course, uh, <laughs> because you know to say yes. Uh, in case you didn't catch it, that was a joke. But yeah, he had. Uh, uh, he had uh, problems in terms of uh, um, digestive system and some dementia, a special kind of dementia. And so he um, uh, did uh, pass away this last week. Yeah. And We're going to miss him. Terrible. Uh, uh, we never could get Paul to key in on plants that would uh, would be very popular. You know, he, he Paul always loved gray plants. Yeah. Which in San Antonio, gray don't gray is not very popular here, and thorny plants. You know, he he didn't care if they had thorns or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, and and sometimes the names were weird, like Porter Weed. That's right. Now we, <laughs> we now that that name, I'm still trying to get wrap my head around <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Well, we, he, he, he deserves an apology from us on Porterweed because <laughs> Jerry and I made fun of him and uh, just blew off the plant because of the name. And, then, and now, yeah, now it's one of our favorite uh, butterfly plants. Uh, <laughs> who, who decided that was going to be a good name for a plant? I don't know. I, I, I want to I find out who, names, <laughs> who named all these plants and who thought that that was a good name. Well, everybody, everyone's different, the naming process. And then a popular names can be anybody sometimes yeah. sometimes we'll be talking about a plant that we think's the same plant but because of the popular name it'll be different but uh paul you mentioned that uh, i remember he started that uh, campaign it just speaks to his uh, sense of humor too he was trying to convince everybody that uh, uh that the uh Oh, the succulents would make good Christmas trees. <laughs> oh, the one, we're, yeah, we're talking. Well, yeah, 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 you know, cactus-like plant. Oh. Yeah. The, okay. Wow. Yeah. And, go, uh, it's go the sharp. Some, you know, with the sharp. Go put some tinsel on that. <laughs> hey, look who just came up on the porch. Well, it's Trace. It's Trace. <laughs> Welcome, Happy Mother's Day! I know you're not a mother, but Happy we, Mother's Day. We were just talking about uh, Paul Cox oh, passing okay. away last week, so. And uh, all his contribution he's made to uh, area horticulture, and, and uh, we're gonna everybody's gonna miss him. We think they'll the uh, they haven't scheduled the funeral. They think they're gonna do a uh, kind of special memorial memorial and sometime in June for him. So. What's the, what is the most popular Paul Cox plant that he named that spread nationwide? Oh, I. I think it's oh the uh, Bubba Desert Willow. Yeah, Desert Willow. Bubba Desert Willow. 
Yeah, that that, that it's a beautiful tree. Huh? It's a beautiful tree. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty and uh, it got purple, dark, uh, or, purple orchid-like plants. Pink, Blue. hot pinkish, pink. And uh, all all modern day desert willows uh, have that breeding in the background. And uh, I, of course, Paul named it Bubba. <laughs> He's I, the, I'm he's, assuming there's a story behind that, <laughs> that you're getting to. He's the one that named it Bubba. Well, if it's if it's related to Paul, it's a weird, probably a weird story. <laughs> <laughs> now we we uh, every time we bring this up, Milton shuts us down because we were talking about the uh, Easter egg hunt. Yeah. And uh, Paul Paul was on the one of our was a guest a few years ago, and he st- said, you know, it'd be fun. If we had the bunnies available for the kids to catch at the Easter egg hunt, yeah, at the Easter, <laughs> and then and then the most brought up, well, the, those rabbits run so fast. And Paul said, "Well, we would just we would just have to uh, make them lame." Oh, no. <laughs> and so M- Milton says, "Let's move on to a yeah. different story." <laughs> I, I can understand why you yeah. cut you off. <laughs> it's like that would take the Easter egg hunt to a whole different level that I don't think we want to go to. But where we do want to go to, <laughs> and Deborah, if you can just hang on for just a minute, um, Trace is on the porch. And Trace, it's Mother's Day. We got some great deals going on. If they want to bring Mom on down here, oh, but- you bet. Uh, lots and lots of deals. Uh, you have hey. Mums on sale. Chrysanthemums? No, that's a fall plant. Oh, okay. Good try. I, I thought I thought it would be you know it'd be pretty cool. Okay. Uh, but we, we've got a lot of specials and they're all listed on our website. But some of the the really interesting ones are pintas. Uh, that's a great Mother's Day plant. We've got marigolds on an in-store special for seventy-eight cents. Your gara are amazing too. Yep, and that's a. I've never been very. They've not been my favorite plant, but. There are some pink and some maroon ones here that are just amazing. Yep, no orange yet. I saw more of the star jasmines going out the door here yes, a little while ago. Uh, very fragrant. That's on sale for twenty two eighty eight. So lots of great Mother's Day uh, gifts, and some of them are on sale. And gift cards is always a good idea We've too. We've sold a lot, and we can mail them. So if you, uh, oh, if that's you, good. If you're not close by, we can uh, we can take your information over the phone and uh, and send it. They could to whoever actually. They uh, could go on the website and order a gift card too, correct? Or can they do that? Uh, we, I'd I like to say we check it often enough to do that, but they're better off calling. Better off calling. So just give us a call. The call and the number is two ten four nine seven thirty seven sixty. That's it. And we've been loving that begonia. So and the, wop- and the oh, yeah. whoppers. The whoppers on sale, even. Yeah. Um, now that's a nice Mother's Day plant. So too. That's a, oh, yeah. That was a, uh, my plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. Whopper begonias, <laughs> uh, 10-inch pots. Uh, if you've never grown a whopper begonia, they are t- a Texas-sized begonia. The leaves are bigger. The bloom is bigger. And um, they're just spectacular. As th- they're just as tough. They're just as shade-tolerant. Uh, and of course, much showier because of those big leaves. Sixteen eighty-eight. Yep, on sale. Okay, who's waiting? Well, uh, uh, hang on. We've got okay. Let's see. Um, anything else we got on sale? Oh, there's tons of stuff on sale. Oh, right? yeah. you just got to come on down to the nursery before yeah. five o'clock. And Vitex, that's on special. Uh, garden bowl. I saw yeah, a those garden are, bowl those are neat. There's three, here. three or four different plants in there, and some of them actually have Texas superstars in there because I saw some. Right. Uh, some, uh, I was told to call these two Joseph Texas said. superstars. Is that correct? No. Um, uh, I'm not sure about that. Somebody told no. me to say that. I think it was Milton. 
Super Duds. Maybe. Okay, well, I didn't say that one part. But. <laughs> got Mexican Heather on special. I mean, there's, it, it just keep, the list keeps on going. It's a very large ad. Tropical hibiscus, too. Which, yeah. The nice thing about tropical hibiscus is uh, they, they got a sunny, sunny patio, morning, sun, afternoon shade. That thing would keep blooming all. Mm-hmm. All the way to Frost. Got Bougainvillea hanging baskets on special? Ah, oh, yeah. Al back at the station says, um, Whopper Begonias, are they from Burger King? No. Thanks, Al. That's why you're back at the station. But <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't even deserve a dump. dump. <laughs> no, that's why That's why Al's back at the station. Thanks, anyways, for playing, Al. Lovely parting gifts as you leave the studio today. <laughs> but just come on down to the nursery. Open till 5 o'clock today, 1604. And Bolverde Road, and uh, right now I want to get to Deborah. She's uh, on the line, and she's got a question about sweet potato. Deborah, oh. thank you for joining okay. us here on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you today? I'm fine, thanks. I am a retired school teacher, but I volunteer sometimes, and I have discovered with my very black thumb that I can get a sweet potato. To uh, do a good ivy job for me in the kitchen window, if I put it in, right, uh, it'll it'll give me some beautiful leaves, and it looks like ivy on my kitchen window, right. And I'm wondering when does it actually put out leaves? Because I have one that's been growing, doing that for about three or four months for me. But I've also got another. I tr- started another one. And it had a little bit beginning, but it didn't start get. Maybe I uh, put it in the water um, like a jar maybe two months ago, and it just sat there until two days ago, and now it's starting to get leaves. Is there a particular growing time when they start putting out the leaves and they're in hibernation otherwise, or what? <laughs> no. I, I'm uh... asking the information so that. I could pass it on to, like, a kindergarten teacher or somebody who wanted, because this is the only, other than this, I have a black thumb. But this has, this has done beautifully for me, and I'm wondering if there, why one would have jumped in there about three months ago and just come up with this beautiful ivy type of leaf um, while the one just sat there. Uh, The, uh, there's different types of sweet potatoes, uh, and uh, have and they have some have uh, deeply cut leaves, uh, and uh, some have uh, rounded leaves. Okay. So, uh, I don't know which one you got, but uh, also sweet potatoes are sometimes uh, sometimes uh, treated with uh, sprout inhibitors. Uh, oh, okay. Keep, uh, yeah. Keep them from sprouting, but but obviously yours. Yours probably had a, a little bit of sprout inhibit, inhi, inhibitation. Mm-hmm. Inhibitor, uh, yeah. Say that five times fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but you say it's sprouting now. You said it's got leaves. Does it have a, a, a vine on it, a vine, a sprout on a vine? Yeah. I'm not real sure what, what you would call it, but it's what I have to start it, it actually looks like a stick, that a brown stick that's stick, attaching it to the actual main sweet potato. But that thing's in the last two days, has started having leaves all over the place. Hmm. 
Okay. Uh, I, I, I would, and it's beautiful it started, in my window. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I would give it some more time and see if it uh, makes a vine. It, you know, it wants to make a, a vine. You know right. it. And the it, other one it, is vining all over the place. Right, <laughs> so right. Yeah. You know, it's but one it's of the been, favorite uh, vining plants at the nursery, too. They use it use it uh, in uh, the shade it works and in the sun, and uh, I, I got it under the so citrus trees. Yeah, you're know. talking about ornamental. Yeah. Potatoes. He's talking about the apoma. Yeah. She's talking about real sweet potato. But this has but been the, a joy uh, to watch, especially since I am so horrible. I don't know why I couldn't have been. My mother would throw seeds in the air, and I think they start sprouting. But <laughs> but I did not inherit that. But this is about, I'm 66, and this is the first thing that I have actually gotten to take off, run in, and give me a pretty uh, pretty green, and I keep it in my in my kitchen window. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. I, I, I don't think we've ever had a question on uh, on uh, sweet potatoes as a house plant. Well, I think I, I don't know how long it'll last. Like I said, I've had the one that's really been <laughs> don't be no, don't be pessimistic. <laughs> but um, you can all you know I can always go. But I was wondering if there was a particular season, to your knowledge, that they wouldn't do anything. But no, the ma'am. idea, the inhibitors, probably. The thing it's, to be aware of, right? It's it's a it's a root. Sweet potato is a root, right? And uh, it's a tr- it's a kind of a tropical root. So, oh, uh, I didn't know that. Temperature temperature could have something to do with it sprouting, but uh, okay. Uh, general gen- now, uh, we're, I'm talking about the edible sweet potato. Is that the one you're I talking about? I am too. About? That's what I'm talking about. Okay, what had happened with the first one, I had, I had forgotten I had it, and I found it under something, and it had taken off on its own, just feeding off itself. Okay, and I said, oh, okay. this is pretty. And when I put it in the window, <laughs> it started having the vine. Oh, and, okay. And so did, it's, and it's a beautiful vine. And did you, um, did, you, did you cut the sweet potato, or did you just put the whole sweet potato in there? No, I just put the whole sweet potato in the, in okay. the <laughs> but it's uh, just, the, I mean the, considering my black thumb and I'm not exaggerating um, it, it's after all these years it was nice to find something that would work and and I'm serious because I volunteer in a, in an elementary school I thought it might be something that a teacher would like to have in their classroom that was pretty yeah. easy to take care of yeah all I've ever put on it is water and and it is <laughs> And it, you know, but it's it's been fun, and I just wanted to check if you knew if there was anything weird about when it might, and and the inhibitor no. thing really makes sense. Yeah, but now I, that I would, one's uh, taken off. I would just give it a little more time and uh, see if it puts out vines and and uh, puts out uh, vines and leaves on that vine. Okay. And, well, I thank and, you uh, so much. Okay, well, right. thank you for thank calling. You, Deborah. Let us know yes. if it goes into a vine. I, I will definitely do that. God, God now, bless. Bye bye. Thank you, you. You know you can thank buy. You, Deborah. You can buy ornamental, ornamental sweet potatoes 
even we have them here in our, at the nursery. We have uh, some that are black, black leaves. There's about three or four different flavors. Some are uh, light green. I mean, uh, variegated leaves. Martha Stewart green is what I call that. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, they're, ma- they're amazing. Some of them even make it through the winter and come back the next year. Too. Yeah. Trace, before we let you go, anything else? We were talking about the uh, tomato contest coming up, and we were talking about the, uh, what was it, the, for the bees for the kids coming up here on the yeah, 25th. We do, have, we do have that uh, that seminar, I think, for adults is on citrus, if I remember correctly. That's All right. next month. Are you going to have some plants in? I have plants now, and I'll have more then. When is that, Trace? We didn't mention any date. Just next month. I can't remember the date. but yeah. It's on the website. Yeah, It'll it's be on, on the, the website. on the website. All right. So we need your calls. Open lines at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulvardy Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Millburgers established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato contest. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deccan Patio Care at 8229147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedMap.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedMap.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. 
Now here's syndicated columnist Gal Thomas. Former Vice President Joe Biden is attempting to portray President Trump as a racist and unfit for office. The president should counterattack in two ways. First, he should go into cities with large African-American populations and invite on stage black adults and teens who have jobs they didn't have until his administration. Then he should promote school choice for black children trapped in failed government schools, something he promised to do during the 2016 campaign. Not only will these two approaches have the potential for breaking the hold Democrats have had on black voters, it would show real results and force the left to try and deny the job successes, as well as tell kids they won't allow them to get a decent education. As Daniel Henniger recently wrote in the Wall Street Journal, quote, Three NAACP chapters in California just broke ranks with Biden's Teachers Union Party by filing resolutions of support for charter schools. This could be a winning issue for the president, and he should latch on to it. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. If you're growing tomatoes, plan to come to the Top Tomato Contest June the 8th at Millburgers. There are big prizes for cherry and small tomatoes, regular and large tomatoes, and the biggest tomato by weight. Plus, every participant will get a $10 gift certificate to be used that day at Millburgers. For more information and rules, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer with uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and me, very best, sitting in for Milton Glick. And a lady uh, has just come up here. She's an avid listener to the garden show, the Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Your name is Debbie, right? Hi. Hi, Debbie. And you heard the guys and and trace talking about uh, a plant yesterday on the show and you came down here and you bought it absolutely tell us a story like you 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 say you listen every every weekend we listen every weekend both saturday and sunday uh and we heard yesterday about the new vitex that he has with the purple leaf and i already have the other vitex in a raised bed in my backyard and i'm going to put this one at the other end of the bed it's so beautiful I just love looking out my window and looking at those purple spikes. I just can't wait ah, for the other to start cool. blooming. That'll be neat. Um, what are you? What are you? Oh, kind of your expectations are? Are they going to be? It won't grow as fast as your other one, will it? The other one grew so fast and got so big that it kind of shaded off the grass. Yeah. So we had to trim up the the bottom of it so that it would so is this one is that an advantage that this one is what only supposed to get seven feet tall or yeah six, six feet tall yeah said. that's so, cool yeah we're real excited about uh-huh. putting it in the ground and it doesn't bother you that 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 is uh texas a&m uh, maroon no i'm from <laughs> oklahoma oh oklahoma. <laughs> oh you okay well, thank you for uh, listening to the program. It's it's hey, great. Keep, to us, keep us informed too. Yeah. I know you uh, that and how how it performs. Yeah, we come down here all the time. I'll let you know. I'll bring you pictures. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Sounds Debbie. Good. Thank you. And thank you for listening to um, Mill Burgers. And enjoy the rest of your day here. And happy Mother's Day. Me too. Happy Mother's Day. So see, that's that's the power of 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 Doctor 
Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. People just want to come on down here and have any reason to meet you. They'll buy merchandise just to meet you, too. Huh? That's what I see. <laughs> I said that's the reason why people come down here is for you two. So that, um, you know, they want to meet you guys and they'll buy something here, combination too. combination of uh, plants and, and uh, the conversation... One of the neat things, and I think you've mentioned this before, Barry, but one of the neat things is if uh, we get a we get an issue where Jerry and I haven't experienced it in our uh, education or experience, there's always somebody in our audience that has right. an insight right. into like it. Like growing, growing sweet potatoes as a houseplant. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and speaking of our listeners, Ray is on the phone, and Ray has a question about roses. Ray? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, guys. How y'all doing today? Good. Okay, good. Uh, I got a. I wanted to tell Jerry and Calvin that uh, in Southern Living Magazine of this month, there's an article in there about the lost roses of Texas and the Texas rose rustlers, which you guys are probably. With. I'm not. Uh, I'm not hearing anything. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Keep, Can you keep hear going, me? Ray. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my volunteers uh, sent me a link to that okay. uh, about the Texas Road Road. Ro- it's uh, they're inter- interviewing, or it's written by uh, Bill Welch. Uh, yes, sir. Bill Welch. Professor yeah. Bill Any- Welch. Anyway, Jerry, I was kind of looking. You know, through these things, and of course, pictures, you know, it's hard to tell anything about pictures. But, uh, you know, growing up, again, like, you know, I called yesterday, growing up in Kentucky, you know, my grandmother always had, you know, she never had the tea roses, and, you know, she always had the biggest or fish roses, and I didn't realize that some of those were, you know, when I picture roses, I picture big, you know, bigger fish roses. So, right. you know, and I don't. You know, and, and I'm, I'm kind of old school, and I, I'm, you know, and, and and what they're showing in your article, I don't know if you've seen it, it's pretty much pinks and reds, and, and you know, I think there's a white or two in there. Now, I, I don't grow roses, but there's a few names in there that I'm familiar with. Anyway, many, many years ago, I was working over in Alamo Heights at a lady's house, and she had this rose, Jerry, and it was... Big as your fist, and sort of a, best I can remember, sort of a orangish, yellowish, dull uh, color with, and if I remember, it had a little, a little pink in it, maybe, and, you know, as far as fragrance, I, I know she let me, at that time, uh, uh, you know, cut some of them off and, 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 and bring them home, you know, and, and, you know, for cut flowers, but, uh, okay. You know, I, you know, in, in the future when I get everything set up to keep the deer out of here, you know, which I'm planning on, I'd yeah. like to grow. You know, I'd like to grow a few roses. Do you have any idea, Jerry, what that rose may have been? And I know it's hard, you know, over the phone to to tell with somebody just kind of describing something to you. But that was the most beautiful thing that you've ever seen in your life. I mean, it was. Was it? Like was a, it a? Was it a climber or just a, a, a la, rather large bush? Oh, it was. It was a large rose. It wasn't. It wasn't a climber. And 
you know, I, you know, me, uh, again, you know, I, I'm not real impressed with any of the climbers, but that's just me. That's just me. And I don't grow roses, but, you know, I, I, I what do is, plan on the, one of these days. Yeah, maybe uh, somebody in our audience, we've got a lot of rose growers, so somebody will recognize that. But what does the Tropicana look like? Is that got that kind of yeah. combination color like he's mentioning? Mm-hmm. Did uh, you don't remember if it had thorns or not? Do you? I believe it did, Jerry. The best I remember. I like to say it's been many years ago, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure it did. It had thorns. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of Miss Dudley Cross. Uh, oh, was it a that plain color? Oh, I thought it was. I thought he mentioned the uh, oranges <laughs> and pinks, and that's yeah. why I was thinking the Tropicana. Yeah, it could be Tropicana. Because uh, Mrs. Dudley Cross, I always think of as kind of a plain right. fl- flower. But, but, but uh, I, I would, Millburger sells uh, antique roses, and I think on the they have on the tag. Do they have pictures on the tags? I think they do, don't they? I'm trying to remember. Of, of some the, of them, some of, of them do. Too. Of the ones that they sell here, okay. and. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, the Rosenborum uh, in San Antonio has gone out of business. So, right. Uh, you you can uh, you look go to uh, uh, Rose. Uh, what, what do they call that? Uh, Brenham Rose Emporium. Just Rose Emporium, I think Texas. Yeah. Rosenborum will take you to there. Yeah. And then you, and then Brenham is this location. I think they do have a, an index. Yeah, of, of pictures. Okay. That you okay, can look yeah, at. Like, okay. Yeah, like I say, I, you know, I, I, I don't grow roses. You know, I grow a lot of other things, and I'm in and out of mailboxes and whatnot at all the time. But uh, I do plan on. You know, in, in the near future here. When okay. I get well, li- listen uh, to the rest of the show today, and uh, if anybody anybody recognizes that rose that you described, maybe they can give us a call and uh, give you some kind of direction to, to what to look for. But did did he say that he Bill Welch's book? That he looked at Bill Welch's. He, book? he saw he saw it on, in uh, Southern Living. Yeah, I've got I, I've got this article in front of me. Yeah, it mentions you know Bill Welch uh, and per per year is that how you per say year, it? yeah. Per yeah, there's year, like and, three. And Greg yeah. Grant Greg is Grant. with uh, with Pam. Yeah, and, I, yeah, and it mentions Greg Grant as well, uh, but. Uh, Anyway, you know, I just didn't see anything in here. Of course, pictures, you know, it's hard to tell. I didn't see anything here that was even. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, look for look at Tropicana and see if that's anything close. Okay, I will, Calvin, yeah. Yeah, like I say, and I've never, you know, I've never really, you know, looked at roses, you know, a lot. But, you know, my grandmother grew them, and, uh, uh, yeah. you know, I, you know, it, it, it's in the future uh, for me, but... Uh, <laughs> Are you getting sentimental now in your old age? Is that it? <laughs> well, you know, you know, uh, uh, Calvin, my my grandmother, you know, kind of made a gardener out of me when I was young, and uh, you know, looking back, uh, so many, a lot, a lot of people uh, that call 
talk. Somebody will have mentioned something that they remember from their grandmother. Right. Or, yeah. Right. It's, it's, oh, so it's that's yeah. a neat. It's a neat kind of memory to have. Gardening is oh, good. Oh, it, oh, a it lot is. Of it Calvin, down. You know, and everything. You know, I remember my grandfather. You know, everything was grown pretty much from seed, and and, and you know, a little bit different world than, than than what we know of. You know, of gardening today. But uh, oh yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll look at that tropicana and. Uh, and and also, uh, I'm pretty sure Mike Shoup, S H O U P A. Yeah, I'm familiar. I'm familiar that name. Yeah, he's yeah. got a book too. Yeah, he he's got a book of uh, of the roses, and okay. I I don't I don't know if uh, uh, William Wells, Doctor William Wells, wrote a book or not. Uh, Perennial on roses. A perennial garden color has got a huge amount. Yeah, roses, of roses fact, in it. Yeah, it mentions a book in here. There's a, it shows a book in here, Jerry. Let me get to that page. Uh, it shows a book in here that says a book for Rosarians. Uh, it doesn't say. It just says. And if any of our listeners are out there listening, you can call and maybe give some advice on this, too. uh, Just listen and call 210-308-8867. And, Gray, I thank you very much for your call, and we'll try to get those answers for you, okay? Call us back, Gray, if you uh, figure out anything. please. All right. right. That means open lines for the last uh, 20-some-odd minutes of the program, 210-308-8867. 8867 and before we get to uh, what Dr. Jerry wants to talk about let's take a break let's take our last break of the hour and tell you that we're down here at Milberger's 1604 in Bol Road nursery is open until 5 we're here until 2 you can call and ask your questions of uh, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Calvin if you can ask me a question I won't know the answer but I'll look to these two guys to let me know what it is 210-308-8867 more Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Let's face it, if you're growing tomatoes, you know there's nothing better than a homegrown tomato. The only thing that comes close is bragging on that tomato to other people and maybe even winning prizes for those tomatoes. That's why a long time ago, Milberger's established the Top Tomato Contest, a friendly and fun way for gardeners to brag on their tomatoes and win some terrific prizes. This year, that Top Tomato Contest is June 8th at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and it all starts at 10 o'clock. It goes from 10 to noon when the judging will take place. There are three different categories, cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, and then the biggest tomato based on weight. And one tomato will be named San Antonio's Top Tomato. So for more information, go to millburgernursery.com and mark your calendars for June 8th. We're going to have lots of fun at Millburgers Top Tomato 
tomato contest. Hey, it's Milton Glick for the Festival of Flowers. You know what? Hard to believe, but this is the 22nd annual Festival of Flowers. For 22 years, this has been the premier gardening event in San Antonio. And this one is going to be at the Austin Highway Event Center between Walsham and Eisenhower Road at on Austin Highway. And it's May 25th from 9 to 5. You can find all about the information by going to safestivaloflowers.com. And I encourage you to do that because you know that they have great seminars. And this year, even better, some outstanding experts on gardening are going to be represented at the Festival of Flowers this year. They also have, as you know this one, the Citywide Plant Exchange. It's a whole lot of fun. And so for rules on that, safestivaloflowers.com. You know what else they're going to have? You need to go there, safestivaloflowers.com, and you'll learn more about all the vendors that are going to be there, all the presentations that are going to be there, all the fun, and all the prices are at safestivaloflowers.com. Head on over there right now. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Are you looking to buy or sell gold and silver in San Antonio? Then I recommend you go see the professionals at Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. Owned and operated by proud American veterans, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange is dedicated to professionalism and your privacy. They order their coins and bullion direct from the trading floor, so you know you're getting the most up-to-date pricing possible when you buy. And when it's time to sell your gold or silver items, they pay top dollar. They also accept and sell Bitcoin and major cryptocurrencies. Call or text the owners, Tony Arterburn and his wife, Melissa, today. Call 888-667-1836 or just go to wisewolfgoldandsilver.com. From bullion to Bitcoin, Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. Wise Wolf Gold and Silver Exchange. in for the vacationing Milton Glick. Every once in a while, we let him out, and he gets on a vacation. And then uh, I think this time, though, he was actually being uh, inducted or he was being ac- accepted into the uh, as the president of the Milton Glick Fan Club. So that's where he is this weekend. But he will be back next weekend, and I am with the experts, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. And we do have a caller on the line at 210-308-8867. Bud is on the phone, and he wants to ask about peppers and using cut vine and stump. Bud, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing on this gorgeous Sunday afternoon? I'm doing very well, and I agree about the gorgeous afternoon. <laughs> it's been it a is long gorgeous time. out here. So how can we help you this, uh, this afternoon? 
Yeah. On the uh, cut vine and stump remover. Killer, uh, yeah. Killer. Uh, I, I have uh, a number of uh, planted by the birds, the hackberry trees. Oh, I hate those things. Yeah. Um, my question, um, do I cut it off shorter? The, 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 the closer to the ground that I get the cut, is that better? For example, I wouldn't want to leave a 12-inch deal, although that would really be able to help me identify it later. Uh, it does, does it work best when you cut it as low as you can get it? Yeah, this, it, it, it works uh, cutting it low as long as you put the, uh, the chemical on it uh, immediately after you cut right. it. Right, yeah. Mm. Just a drop right in the cut place. Uh, okay. 12, 12 inches works, too, but uh, it's kind of a pain if you got 12-inch sticks sticking up, I, <laughs> you know, and you run into them with the lawnmower or yeah. something afterwards. But uh, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of fighting those things, too, and uh, every now and then uh, I don't want to take the time to use the cut vine and stump killer. And I'll just cut them off. And I did that about uh, 10 days, two weeks ago. And uh, they're already sprouting back. Yeah, so yeah that's the problem. <laughs> they, sprout, um, they sprout right back. So you, you need to go ahead and treat uh, those. Especially this time of year. Yeah. Would it, would, it, would it also work if I dig the dirt away and actually make the cut below the level, the normal level of the dirt? Well, well, that would work if you're get you're, you're you're trying to get it on the vascular system. Now that that would might be an unnecessary amount of work. If you just if you can cut it right almost level with the ground and then put that uh, flu that material on the on the vascular system right on that cut. That that works. That'll really kill well. them. Yeah. 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 Well, what what I eventually want to do is get that whole. Uh, uh, stalk, you know the. the okay. I I I, I want to get the thing out so that it's eventually underneath the uh, surface. That works though. Then you just have to be more careful about keeping the dirt out of there until you get your. Uh, but I mean, I don't. We don't want to make this more uh, challenging than it is though. <laughs> you just yeah, get, I, the, I, I, you uh, get the I, material. I, on I understand. Yeah, simple. Simple is always better. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, the uh, thrips on pepper plants. Yeah. Evidently, evidently, I've got thrips, and I can never see thrips. Now I have this whole season so far. There's never been a single mite on my pepper plants. But the uh, bud areas, the leaves next to the bud, so far, um, yeah. they, they 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 are um, uh, stippled. Uh, they're, they're they're kind of bubbly looking yeah so i keep looking for aphids but i never find them so it must be thrips yeah probably so is it these were thrips these were peppers yeah mine peppers. every single one of mine has been hit by thrips is that right they look they're well, they're that, small that's a good that description of bubbly is a good, uh, good way <laughs> they uh you want to look for them on uh, right where the uh, flower petal or or the 
leaf is attached to the stem. And if you're right in, in that crease, you're yeah. better. You have better eyesight than me if you can find them. Now what? Uh, yeah, I can. Rose, I can not roses, find them. On roses, they're on the, on the, on the, right at the, where the ro- the bloom petal is attached to the, the main stem. Now you, you might just have have people uh, see them. You might take, uh, uh, we talk about on spider mice, using a clear piece of paper or uh, uh, just a writing piece of paper that's white and thump, thump the, uh, if, you get, if you got a rose, uh, take the petal off and, uh, and thump the base of it on that white sheet of plastic. And you might see them there. I think I was describing them yesterday as uh, kind of elongated. Yeah, clear. they're elongated. They're green, and they're uh, a little larger than a hair. Now, if we had, we should probably <laughs> rent Milton out because if there's any thrips, they find Milton. Yeah, we d- we dump them on Milton. Yes, yeah, so we could just walk him through wherever they. And they'll find him. Yeah. They'll find him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on the, I on get the 10% upper part. I we rent them out. On, 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 on the upper parts of my pepper plants, uh, there's numerous buds. They, they started appearing, oh, maybe three weeks ago. These were, these were all planted four weeks ago. Uh, numerous buds, but they're not getting bigger and they're not opening. So I figure it uh, by this time there should be some uh, movement, some progress with those buds. If I if I if I douse them with uh, something that works on thrips at this time, will those buds be saved? I mean, could could they come back, or, or are they just gone forever? No. Once once they feed on a bud, if you do have thrips, and they feed on those buds. Uh, of roses and and things like that, the uh, the rose will be malformed. Or the pepper, pepper, and the peppers will be uh, malformed, and not, possibly not open, depending on the threat population. Yes. But uh, uh, now I, I'd give those buds a little bit longer. Uh, you say you've only planted these four weeks ago. Yeah, four weeks ago. Four weeks in a day. The weather has not been the greatest for peppers. The The tomatoes loved it, but the peppers haven't. Right. Now, these these plants, they have also put out what I'm going to call wild uh, buds. Down lower. Uh, Not in the area where you've got all these leaves that you can see buds are going to be coming out of there. Just... Just a wild stem down lower on the plant, and uh, those flowers open up. But that's the only flowers I'm getting from these peppers. I guess that's a sucker. I guess you're describing a sucker on a. Well, you don't think about that on a pepper. You think of branches on a pepper. Well, it's it's uh, it's it's where one of the ground. lower branches meets the stalk of the plant. Okay. There, 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 there's a little bitty stem that comes out of there, 
and all of a sudden you say, oh, there's a bud down there. And really, I didn't even notice them until I saw a flower way down there. It, okay. it's, it's, it's more than halfway uh, down from the total height of the plant. That could, that could be a sprout. No, a sucker. I'm sorry. Sucker. We call it yeah. sucker on tomatoes. Okay. Maybe, maybe sprouts on a, on a pepper. <laughs> well, but pretty much I'm going to have to write these current buds, write them all off. Well, I wouldn't. I'm with Jerry. I would just be patient. Yeah. Oh, okay. Give okay. it a little bit more time. Because there's, okay. there's not a real clear tactic that'll speed anything up that you're talking about either. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. okay. That right. gives, me, Thanks, that gives me some hope. Good luck. All right. Have a good Thank day. You. Thank you for calling. And we've uh, got a few minutes left here in the show. Could probably squeeze another call in at 210-308-8867. And I see, Dr. Jerry, you've got Calvin's article from... I do. Yesterday. Was it from Friday or from yesterday? Yesterday. Saturday. Yesterday. What did old uh, Dr. Calvin here talk about yesterday what, in the paper? What's blooming now? And he talks about star jasmine. The oh, yeah. Vine that we're selling a lot of Saw here. more of the star jasmine. There was like four plants going by here. And there's well, there's more right there, right behind us. <laughs> there's like four of them there. They're on sale, They're too. They're on sale for what? 20, what is it? Twenty seven eighty eight or something like that? Yeah. 20. 20. It's. Was it 22 something? They're on sale, and there's like they're right in front of us here, and the people are going. They got like about three of them. Yeah, it's a five-gallon container. It's a big plant. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's probably like almost I'd say six feet, almost seven feet tall as as is. Twenty-two eighty-eight. Twenty-two eighty-eight. So um, you can, was thirty dollars. You can come on. Da- are you sure it wasn't twenty-nine ninety-nine? <laughs> <laughs> you like no, to round up a little bit. I'm not. All right. So what uh, what was in the um, and uh, what's but- blooming? Butterfly roses. Uh, the guy reminded me of uh, because uh, it's butterfly roses liked by a lot of people. It it's not a cut flower rose, but it's a, a pretty good landscape rose. Oh yeah, if you got a full sun, you want to you you want a uh, to block a view, or they make a pretty good. Uh, one plant to make a pretty good hedge there. I mean, they cover and it's 10, 12 feet. It. It's thornless, isn't no. it? I think mm. it's, it's it's not a savage, but it's got thorns. <laughs> it's got a few thorns. Yeah. I've, so uh, enough to defend itself and enough to uh, direct traffic. Yeah. The flowers start out yellow, change to pink, and finally turn crimson. I guess you could call that maroon. Yeah, you would call anything close uh, maroon, wouldn't you? <laughs> and he also t- mentioned Vinca, which we talked about earlier, that is completely deer-resistant in all neighborhoods. Right, Calvin? That's our claim. Uh, guarantee? <laughs> That's our claim. Yeah, yeah, we're almost close to a guarantee there. Guar- uh, guaranteed by Calvin Fitch. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> So, ba- based based on evidence from Forrest and Jerry. And if it doesn't work, again, we blame Milton. Lick. There you go. All right. Uh, and he also talks about uh, zinnias. Uh, I think this is the first time he's ever mentioned oh, zinnias. Yeah, the first time I've ever heard him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're sure easy to grow seeds or transplants. And he it, it says it's time to time to fertilize your lawn, which... Uh, you, got a, you got a question? I'm... 
Hamoud. Oh, we got it. We may, are you able to, uh, you want to ask it on the air? Okay. Hamoud. We got a, we got a quick question here from, uh, from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm finished. Okay. No. <laughs> we got a couple of minutes. Um, what's your name? Uh, I'm Ken, Ken Keeble. Hi, Ken. And uh, what's your question? Well, I was driving down the road, and I thought I heard that a giant flowered begonia thrives in the shade. Is right. that what you said? Right. I, I've been messing up for a long time. Where do I find those? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're called... Uh, Whoppers. Uh, Whoppers. Whopper begonia. They're on sale it does here. Pretty, it, it does pretty well in morning sun, too. Well, great. Uh, now, I still wanted to get root-bound to bloom, correct? Oh, no, 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 you're talking, uh-huh. oh, you're talking, uh, you're talking begonia, and you're, you're talking, uh, tubers? No, 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 Tuber the, the vine, the one that gets root bound before it blooms. Oh, uh, 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 oh, I love oh, the that's different. Yeah, bougainvillea is a full sun, and that's the one. Okay, well then, I guess my wife told me wrong. Well, go. She probably wants one of those whoppers. Go, go take a look down that right route and see if you can. Uh, it's right. It's right around the building here. Well, we haven't been doing well in the shade, so. Yeah, you'll they're good for shade. Yeah, the boot, regular boot. begonias are good. Yeah, right. Take a look; those are pretty nice. And of course, there's lots of begonias there, but. Yeah, just right around the corner. Right around. They're beautiful, well, and they're on you. sale. Thank Thanks. you. Bye-bye. All right, thank you for stopping by, and that's what we're all about here at Millburgers. And we are just about, uh, we just got a couple, about a minute or so left here in, in the program. So we're done for the weekend, fellas. Once again, another successful broadcast. I think yeah. I think this one's award-winning. I got to mention it. Yeah, you did good. So Milton will be back. Uh, next week. Now, are you sure you keep saying that? But uh, he, well, Milton went to Louisiana. Yeah, he went. He went to. And uh, when, went to, whenever you go to Louisiana, you can never promise to come back. You well, know. you start eating those crawdads. Oh yeah, and then greens <laughs> and um, yeah, crawdads. Those are uh, what are they? They're crayfish, aren't they? crayfish? Cray- crayfish, yeah. right? And you get. Uh, if he's down there eating oysters and stuff like that at the Acme Oyster Company yeah. and stuff, yeah, he's not coming back. But and don't forget the Basil Fest. Right, that's coming uh, up next next, next weekend, Saturday. Right, at May eighteenth at the Pearl Pearl Brewer, the old Pearl Brewery Farmers mm-hmm. Market. Right, and then don't forget coming up on the twenty fifth, we got the Festival of Flowers. Absolutely. And then they've got the uh, here at Millburgers. The Festival of Flowers is at the Austin Highway Event Center. Right. Y'all are going to be down there uh, doing the show from down there right. on Saturday. Millburgers will have the uh, what is it, the be the be careful be sure to remember that be sure to remember that for the for the youngsters. <laughs> so that vote does it uh, wraps things up here from the back porch at Millburgers and sixteen oh four in Balverde Road. The nursery is still open till five o'clock today. Uh, the docks and Milton will be back on the air next Saturday at twelve noon. Stay tuned because coming up here. Uh, just a little bit after the news is Gun Talk. So keep it here on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I listen to that every week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.